Welcome to the podcast. I'm Candice Boddington, your host, an energy dealer and nutritional navigator in Cape Town, South Africa, and founder of The Bod Brand. I truly hope that the space adds the value you seek and will give you the starting blocks to heal too. All you need to do to get started is subscribe and you can leave the rest in our hands. We're looking forward to sharing this time together. Thank you for listening. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is the first podcast for 2020, which is actually so exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. stoked to be here for it. <laughs> welcome, Ella. I don't know everything that you do, actually, like all of this. I mean, stuff I wouldn't you... even be able to put it under one label. I know. I think you would even keep this in the podcast because I wouldn't like, I often get this people like, so what are you? Because you do so many different things. Yeah. I classify like human being interested in lots of different things and pursuing it all so i love that actually yeah that's really nice yeah i was like wait how do i put you into a sentence you can't which i think is actually really great yeah and i feel that way i'm like i'm still there's so many things i love doing and it's not also career-wise for me like all of those things are parts of me like from the work from like working with women and being really interested in helping people find their most authentic self and like be able to just express themselves and be who they are to learning to do that in my real life and pursuing music and a career in that space to like podcasting and it's all women's circle yeah it's all just like authentic expression it's my focus of my life is like authentic expression but that comes through in so many different channels but it comes through authentically like as you in every part of that channel, which is amazing. Yeah. So Al and I, we wanted to record a podcast for like a year now, and the topic has changed. Yeah. So many times. And I think like I mean I I'd say probably the same for you. Yeah. So the topic has changed many times only because I feel like from a year ago, South Africa for me has been the biggest, most life changing year of my life this year, and so in myself like my own topics and the things I'm interested in talking about is so different yeah you know like a year ago I probably would have wanted to speak I don't know I would have that was I I was with a guy I'm now like exploring with women yeah I was I was probably a lot more went on a big spiritual journey for like six years and really into that world and now I feel like I'm coming out the other side of it and all of the stuff I learned is like really grounded in me so there's not so much need to speak about it necessarily. It's almost like you've learned what you felt you needed to teach yourself. So now exactly. you're just actioning it, exactly. being it. And whatever I'm doing with other people in life or like what I'm sharing online is often just related to what I'm interested in going through or learning, yeah. you know, like I take women through the processes that I'm going through personally or like, for example, when we were talking, you were like, okay, well, what do you want to talk about? And I was lying on the beach and I was like, I feel like there's nothing that's truer to me than just what's going on right now and what I'm experiencing right now. So just wanting to share some stuff that's been really awakening for me in the moment and how that's like integrating into my life. Which I'm so excited for. One, because I feel like I could fall asleep to your voice. Oh my God. <laughs> a girl came up to me in a bar the other night um, and I was speaking to her and she was like, looking at me really deeply in the eyes and I was like oh maybe this girl likes me and then <laughs> and then and then um she was like oh my gosh I know where I know your voice from my friend sent me your podcast and said your voice is super soothing and I didn't even know the name of your podcast but I listened to an episode and I just remembered your voice that's insane I know that's crazy how the world can connect people like that I know 
by a podcast, but your voice is, it's, it's amazing. So oh. I'm really excited to just chat to you, but more so to listen to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I love this. So I'll send me like a little bit of an idea of what we can chat about today, but really I'm, I'm more going to probe if needed, but I'm just going to let you speak your truth. And that's the topic for today is speaking your truth and letting the world rearrange itself which yes. I'm super excited about. Yes, I'm so excited so to speak about it. where should we dive in? Hmm, I feel like maybe, maybe we should start in the idea of like, just the opposite of that, like not being able to speak your truth, because yeah. that's where I think I come from, and like so many people deal with that, it's like... Where do you feel like that started? Oh my gosh, I just, I mean for me also just realising that I'm into women and 25 yeah. years old... Um, and I've always been into women, so it's taken me 25 years to be able to even admit that to myself, so I just think there's so much conditioning on all of us to find ways to rearrange ourselves for the world, rather than let the world rearrange itself for us, Yeah. and I feel like that's definitely been true for me, it's like, well you're too big, or you're too weird, you're too much, you're too much, yeah. it's like a really classic one that a lot of people relate with, also for me it's like, I'm definitely quirky and I'm weird and I'm different and I love you because I think you're the same. Yeah, I'm so weird. We're both like little weird freaks and we love it. Like we're both <laughs> nerds in our own ways. And I think for so long I was like trying to create this image of even being like, I think you've been through this as well maybe. I'm but... literally smiling because I'm like, this was my past two years. Really? And Luke always says like completely, okay, not so out of out of topic he's like I just wish people on social media knew how freaking weird you actually are he's like you're so weird and that's why like yeah so sorry no I digress um it's true but also feeling the same with not being my truth like I would see people doing things on social media or in life and they looked like they were happy or succeeding and I was like okay well maybe that's what I should be maybe that's what I should be doing but in doing that I wasn't speaking my truth or living it and my body really rejected that you know it's so interesting like I was trying to be so so busy all the time because I saw other people being busy and happy in inverted commas and I drove myself to chronic fatigue you know it's crazy like I really think that when we're not able to really fully be ourselves and Instagram is like the perfect battleground for this war or this issue that we have with ourselves is it's like okay now you show up in front of like however many thousands of people or hundreds or even just your friends and family like it really shows you where you're scared to be yourself and it kind of makes it even bigger so you can really see like okay do I feel comfortable posting this of myself have I taken like 10 videos of the same thing because I wasn't comfortable with the first one yes I have hands up hands up in here (laughs) I think Handy spoke have our hands up by the way yeah yeah (laughs) I even had on the taxi on the way here, I posted that I was coming and I did, I did it twice and I was like, Ella, stop, you're just going to post this. Like, I yeah. just have to... Good, that's I'm, so good. Yeah, you have to just be like, no, but it, it is that thing of like, there's so many spaces in my life where I'm still not able to fully be my truth because I feel my truth is too big um, and, and it doesn't fit in with what I'm seeing around me. So I'm like, are we, like you feel unsafe or you don't feel like you're safe to be that because... That isn't, you can't see a safe space for it. Whereas I think when you, especially online, there's a lot of people who I love online who are being fully themselves. It's like they're waving like a freak flag, you know? And then everyone's like, and then the people who really relate to them and their energy come to them. Yeah, and also it's so much their truth that it's easy. You yeah. know, it is just that. So there's no, 
like, how can I say it? Like, I found when I don't speak my truth, I get really tired. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. get so tired and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It's and not, there's nothing like effortless about it. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> at all. It's definitely like you can feel so much more in line and like aligned with yourself when like I've always seen Instagram as a space that I want to be able to just live effortlessly through Instagram, like in Instagram as well, like when mm. I'm sharing. And at this time, I don't feel I can very well. Like I haven't worked that out. But you had a nice break. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, I had a break and I'm slowly coming back into it. But it's for me to live effortlessly is to not care what people think. Yeah. And I find that really hard online because it's like the ultimate. Well, it's also like trouble. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, judgment villa. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that villa that we all enter. Yeah. It's um, that. I mean, I'm not sure where we left off there. We, we kind of went on a digress and then I've, I've cut that part out. But we were just talking about you know, why we give things, why we create things and what we put out there on social media and stuff. And I mean, I've definitely been in a space where I was creating content because I thought it was what people wanted because I saw it being spoken about elsewhere. But the more I spoke about it, the more I realized I was like stepping away from my truth and the things that made me excited and lit me up. So I don't know if you've ever been in that position where like you've created or given something where it hasn't necessarily been your truth yeah definitely I think something I've realized around this topic uh, of like speaking your truth and letting the world rearrange itself is that you have to work out like why you're why are you giving to other people like for me it was a huge reality check a friend of mine we were talking and I was saying like this is off, off Instagram, but in real life, I was like, wow, I'm so exhausted. Like, I feel like I've got tentacles out with so many people. Like, I've put out tentacles and I'm kind of trying to connect with so many people and, and make them feel like they're friends with me and make me feel like I'm friends with them and this whole thing. And I'm giving so much and I have no reserves to myself. And I was like, why am I doing this? And in the end, I realized that actually I wasn't giving to people the giving to people wasn't coming from authentic place. Like, even if it was the most beautiful thing I was giving to them, it was very often coming from wanting them to love me. Yeah. So I was actually trying to receive something. Instead so, of just giving. Instead, instead of just giving because you actually feel from that, like, aligned place. Yeah. And that definitely happened at times because it's not like I've been totally out of whack with myself. But just realizing that on occasion, that's something I do. Yeah, I've definitely... I've definitely done that. Yeah. Uh, especially to people that I wanted to receive love from. And I'm not actually even now entirely sure why them. But I It can be anyone. Like, yeah. I feel like we look to fill that void in ourselves through, like... It can be anybody. It's yeah. just, like, needing... And depends what's going on in our lives. How much love that we feel we need. Yeah. But sometimes it can... It's just an interesting one for me to be like, okay, why am I giving to people because also it doesn't feel nice for other people like people it won't land the same the gift won't land the same no. as it will if it's from your authentic self like you could be giving from a place of wanting to receive love and like affirmation from them and give them like the best gift in the world or you could give from truly yourself and give them a candle and be like i really felt this for you and you'll even feel it in their reaction and their response. Yeah. And they won't know why they're responding like that. But that is a totally different 
energetic exchange, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of in line with what we were speaking about off mic, about the person that I met recently and I had this like expectation about them and I gifted them something and that wasn't really received the way I thought, but maybe was that from a place of like the right intention even from my side, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so interesting. I don't know, I haven't asked. Like, yeah. That, it's just a possibility. And then we sometimes get let down by that. Yeah. And we, it feels terrible. Yeah, which feels so sad because it all comes from your heart. Yeah. And in the end, your heart just feels sore. Yeah. So it's like, it's a very interesting one. And it's something that I wanted to talk about a little bit just on the podcast and bring it in because it's been... Um, Do you so feel lovely. like you're at a place now, though, when you're not looking for that? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, this has really come up for me in the last few months. Like, How do you feel like you've gotten to that place? Like, by just recognizing it? Or yeah, do you feel it's like actually, you're doing active steps? I'm still, like, actively. So just being like, why Why am I giving to this person? It could just be giving time to someone. Yeah. Like, why am I wanting to go for coffee with this person? Yeah. Does it really feel aligned for me and, like, I want to do that? Or are we both looking for something from each other? Yeah. And, like, that is, more often than not, that's what we're all doing. It's not something to beat ourselves up or other people for. It's not a, just, like, be aware of it. Just being, like, okay and, and being, like... I only want to meet people for their sake as well when it feels really aligned for mm. me. Because then in the end, you can end up not replying to them or being a bit flaky after your first meeting or kind of not being a really, truly solid person in their life. Yeah, or even just being like present with them when you do see them. Yeah. Like, how many times have you gone for coffee with someone and then sometimes you're like, wow, I don't think I should be here. Yeah. This feels weird. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you feel more anxious or yeah. like... Yeah, and you don't leave feeling good. No. Then I feel like that's a huge sign. It's so big. So when you get that feeling, obviously, like, personally, I can feel it. It's very clear. It's like, that went well or that did not go well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you feel like you are now able to get a clearer yes or no in, like, expressing yourself in those positions now? Yeah. I think something that's so linked in with this idea of speaking your truth is learning when you have a yes to something and when you have a no to something and what that looks like. And... Just like interjecting on that, what I really figured out with really listening to that yes or no feeling is when I got my human design read and I realized what open parts were in me. Mm-hmm. So I have a very open sacral yeah. space. Oh, so that's why when I say I have this gut feeling, it's literally because my sacral is always open to energy, which means that if I feel anything, it's going to be in my gut some people feel it in their heart mm-hmm. some people feel it in their head mm-hmm. and for me that's like that's what I know yeah I'm the same I'm a, I'm a sacral like, authority yes that's that's the one I'm the same <laughs> so I'm the same so and also that's what it, what I mean is like a friend of mine talks about it as like a full body yes like do you get a full mm. body yes and if you don't then don't do it and I'm like oh wow that's pretty big but it's also true it's like and we all, like you said, we process things differently. So like a friend of mine, if you're into human design, she has um, an emotional authority, which means that she actually needs time to make choices. So mm-hmm. to be able to say yes or no, she has to ride like this emotional wave for a little bit and then it will land and she'll know. Oh, wow. Whereas for me, it's like, I know immediately. Yes. It's just a yes, like a yes or a no. And I can trust myself on that. But we all have different processes, but it's just learning. To trust yourself. And like, how do you relearn how to trust yourself? How do you feel like you've relearned to trust yourself? I think for me, actually, personally, I always trusted myself. But what I struggled with was letting other people down and other people 
being upset with my truth. Okay. So the thing that I struggled with the most was like, okay, I know what my yes is or what, like what's right for me. But especially when I was younger, it's like, okay, but if I do what I want, then maybe it will upset one of my parents, for example, or a friend. Um, and then what I ended up doing throughout my whole adult life was catering to other people's feelings. So I forgot what my yes and no was because I was just constantly like, I don't even want to go there because I don't even want to cause the trigger for the person outside of me that maybe I don't want to meet them because they think I don't like them or whatever their story is might mm. be around. And that's such a good, such a good line. Right? What their story is. Yeah. Because the stories we tell and live every day, it's I huge. don't think we question them enough. No. I really don't. And they can take over our whole reality. Yeah, 100%. That's why even, I digress, but with my, um, I'll call it prognosis, like I just refuse to actually tell people anymore or tell or speak about it or create content around it because I was like, I refuse to be the sick girl because I'm so much more than that. I'm yes. happy. I'm loving girl. I'm like, I'm actually good. Like, I'm fine. Greatest nugget in town. Yeah. Like, I don't need a story like that yeah i actually would like to change my story and it's powerful it's it's seriously powerful when you take ownership of like when you become a victim to your story and you decide to change that narrative like if that's one nugget you take today check in with your stories (laughs) yeah check in with the stories that you like what do you tell yourself about yourself and who do you identify as exactly um yeah and that's something you've just you know kind of unlocked for yourself recently or part of it Totally, hugely. And I think that a big thing, so something I wanted to talk about on this podcast was like how to navigate for anyone out there who also deals with this, like scared to even say your truth because you don't want to make the other person feel something or they might feel triggered or angry or like you're not a good friend and can cause all this stuff. Um, So I wrote down my five kind of top things that I've learned in this. Um, yeah, so basically we're, most of us are more likely to abandon our full body yes, um, to keep other people happy, whether it's a yes or a no, like we're more likely to abandon that to keep it happy. So just to not even tap into our truth because it's too uncomfortable. Um, but knowing that you are, that your yes or no comes from a really good place in yourself Mm -hmm. and that actually by putting yourself first, you teach other people to do the same so true and knowing it comes so from your heart true. like if a friend said if I message you being like Cans I've had a really tough day like I feel like I can't come over to do the podcast today. it's just not feeling right in my body you would probably be like that's absolutely perfect and then maybe yeah. you'd feel you could do that on another podcast if you had a yeah, hard day it's like teaching that behaviour to someone who maybe just has never been introduced to it before yeah I've never encountered it and I actually have to quickly like this happened to me. That's why, like, it's so amazing that you said that. I used to speak about so much diet culture on Instagram, and I had no idea because I'd never been called out for it. And I wasn't doing it from a place of, um, like, any bad intention. It was just, you know, you know, my truth at that point. I was talking about IBS. I was talking about uh, good foods and bad foods, you know, glorifying and demonizing certain things for my, for me, not necessarily mm-hmm. someone else, but also not keeping in mind like how that could potentially affect someone with let's just say an eating disorder or um, maybe not so good, just some any kind of disordered pattern around food. Mm-hmm. It can be incredibly triggering, but also it's still 
you know, holding the hand of diet culture to some degree. So this one really good friend of mine messaged me. She's like, Hans, I just want you to know that I love you so much, but I've chosen to unfollow you because I feel like you're still supporting diet culture. And for me, I don't want to be, you know, following accounts like that. So it's not a reflection on our friendship at all. It's just that I've chosen on Instagram to not support diet culture. And I was just like, at first I was like, so hurt. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe, like, have I been doing this? Like so much self-judgment. And then I took a step back and I was like, this is a great opportunity to actually just change your language on social media, your topics. This is a great space to like challenge yourself to like talk about other things, you know? Because there's so much more to talk about than fucking food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's so wild that it gave you the key to like, you can talk about everything, like your whole life. And it was just someone telling their truth to me. And I was like, I wish someone had done this sooner. Wow. So it is. It's huge if someone does it. Yeah. And also it's like um, non-violent communication is huge. So it sounds like she said to you, which is really important, rather than being like, you did this and you make me feel this. Mm. And like the blame when, when you're speaking to someone else, it's like, I noticed that when you post about diet culture, it makes me feel like I mm. feel, um, I feel triggered because I've had issues with eating in the past. I love you, but mm. it's just not right for me. Exactly. So you know, although it may can feel like an attack because it is um, such a sensitive space, she also set it all up so you could see that it came from her heart. Exactly, and the same would be like if someone had to say, "I just can't see you." It's not that. I don't want to spend time with you or you're not someone I want in my life. It's that I'm maybe having a bad day and mm. I need to take a step back from myself. Yeah. I think it's the way we communicate things and, yeah. and it can really, really help, you know, because it gives others the opportunity to be empathetic for a situation we're in or how we feel. And, and also when you put that out there and you maybe say like, I can't do this um, and you say it in a loving way, you'll see who can hold that and who can't. And that's fine either way, but it's just also important for you to know who can hold your truth and who actually it's too triggering for them, which is fine. They'll go on a journey with it, but just it's a really also a great way to navigate the people in your circle who are able, who you feel safe with with and ultimately the people who you want to collaborate with and spend life with and spend time with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to your point. So, so sorry. No, don't be sorry. I feel like... Because like, it literally happened to me what you said. It's so wild. So my top tips, something I wrote here, uh, when you are saying yes to someone else, make sure you aren't saying no to yourself. Mm. That was a quote that I read and I really liked. And it was all about like, basically you have the right to having your own needs. So like repeating that to yourself. Like I have the right to having my own needs. I have the right to choose what I desire. It's super big. So just really affirming language for yourself and making sure you're checking in with yourself and being kind with yourself and being kind with we can all be quite pushy often with ourselves because of the way the world works it asks us to be quite harsh parents on ourselves like you need to do this or you have to get this deadline or you you know this high expectation and rather just being really kind to yourself like wouldn't that be such a revolution if you just like gave yourself permission to be loving to yourself Mm. and saw what happened um so my top tips were small steps so it might not you know might feel really intense to say no you can't to a friend who you know might get really triggered by that like no I can't see you today or I just don't feel it so small steps it might just be um for me it can be something as small as 
I go out for food with someone and I don't know, let's say I met up with a friend yesterday and we were meant to be having lunch and I got there and I'd had some food before and I wasn't hungry. And normally I would just be like, okay, I'm going to have lunch because we're meant to be having lunch. So I'll order food I because this, this is a lunch. Because this is a lunch. So I'm going to do that and then I'm going to pay for the food and I'm not even that hungry, but I'm going to overeat because I'm here and we said we we're going to have lunch and maybe you'll feel bad if I don't have lunch. So I'm catering for their experience and making choices that aren't yes for me. So I noticed that yesterday and I said to her, I was like, oh, I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. I'm just not feeling hungry. And if that triggers someone else, that's their journey. And yeah. you can, you know, love them through it. But it's just like the small things. I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me. I can imagine because all your world is in food. Even yeah. with like everything you're doing at the moment, at Schecter's and everything, it's like... It's always Constant, food. like old like I love. brunch dates or... Yeah, but it's sometimes like I'll... I'll feel like just not hungry like there's nothing but then I'm also fighting with like another voice in my head and I'm like okay but are you or aren't you yeah 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 yeah. you yeah. know what I mean then it's like three things I'm yeah you've about. got like so much going on you're like okay I'll just eat because that probably would be the healthiest thing to do <laughs> exactly yeah in the end um, but just small steps and noticing where in really small ways we kind of overstep our own boundaries and we don't just honour what we need in the moment I was reading this one thing. It's she's called the holistic psychiatrist or psychologist, psychologist. on Instagram. She's life changing. Yeah. If you're not following her already, please follow her. Um, especially if you aren't in a space to afford therapy, I feel like they're super simple, accessible tools to move through life. And the one thing that has stuck with me since I've started following her was keeping the small promises to yourself the self-betrayal that we do to ourselves every single day that we don't realize but all those little ones like you said the small steps add up to that big step and like for me small promises were like I promised myself that I would go outside today this is like just an example but I've been there to be honest where I just haven't wanted to go outside and just keeping that small promise has led to me believing that I have trusted myself enough to keep the next promise and then I start building like trust and confidence in myself. I'm like, I cannot explain to you the biggest gift in trusting yourself fully. Yeah. With those small promises. Because you cultivate such a good relationship with yourself. Exactly. And it's literally one promise a day. Like, I keep one promise to myself a day. Then wow. two, then three. And then I'm like, oh, I wrote that I'm going to do this today. And I know I can because I trust myself. Because I've stuck to those promises. Wow, so trusting yourself to like stick to things. Yeah. I think that's so big. I definitely avoid a commitment to things for myself because I, it's scary to learn that trust. So. Yeah, but when you do, you're like, I don't know, you wake up in the morning with confidence within yourself. Yeah. Not confidence in the way you move through the world or how you look or how you talk. Like you're just like, I've got this day. And I know I can look after myself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. Like, and I don't think... I've had that for a very long time. Wow. That's yeah. a really, really good point. So it is really the small things that, mm. that make the big difference. Um, next one we've already spoken about was loving communicating. So just when you communicate a no or a yes, mm. um, but especially normally a no, just making sure that comes from your heart and you're not just being like, because you want to defend yourself and look after yourself and it's the first time you've ever said a no, just being like, no! <laughs> slamming down, slamming the door. It's like saying like... I did great. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> crisis averted and the person's just there, like what just happened you know sometimes we feel like we need to be intense with our nose because we for 25 years have never said the no yeah so the no is just like 
like the biggest bravest thing and we say it in the biggest hugest bravest way and it's actually just being like that no can be soft and gentle and loving and still just as powerful exactly um so that's super big um the next one which is really important is just let others have their process and respect their process so when you've said a no to somebody or um you've said your truth and and you know you can affirm to yourself i've said this in a loving way and I'm really comfortable, you know, it might not be perfect, mm. but I know I love them, and I know this comes from the best place, that person will might go through a process of their own, they might, you know, stuff might come up for them, and just respecting their process, and knowing that it's nothing to do with you, because it, for me, it's very easy if someone's then like, let's say I know I've said it in the most loving way, I'm really comfortable with what I've said, and then the person ghosts me, and ignores me, and is really triggered, and is just like, out of the picture, I can very easily then be like, I need to apologize. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and I have so many times, or like reach back out or keep going, and it's just like, um, maybe I'll send one more message after like an hour, just being like, I love you, and I really like respect your process and just know I'm here. Um, And I just needed to speak my, just I just needed to say what I felt because I'm trying to practice, um, practice choosing myself and what I need. Then if they can see the bigger picture of what's happening for you, they might be able to get it and sometimes people just won't and actually like a year later they'll come back and go you know what I'm really sorry I couldn't hold that or I didn't get it and sometimes they just won't come back um but it could be like an hour a day whatever it is but just trust if you've ticked all the boxes for yourself you're like this came from an authentic place I'm practicing this and I did it in the best way I could it might not have been perfect but I don't beat myself up for that yeah then just yeah res- respecting that they will have a process and knowing that that's often part of it yeah and sometimes some people won't like a lot of people really surprise me they're like what in the way that they're just like okay yeah they're like I love you totally and you're like oh my god this isn't as traumatic as I thought it would be you know like I'm setting up this podcast saying like people are gonna freak out when you start doing this it's not that it's just that that might be what your mind tells you is gonna happen so just be prepared um you know in all ways next was don't lie or downplay so like mm-hmm. often I'll be like I've done this I did it like last week I said to a friend I need, need to FaceTime them and um, it was like the f- second time that I knew I couldn't like it, it was big stuff that was happening in my life not small stuff that meant I couldn't call them I was emotionally exhausted and I'd be lying if I said I could so then I lied again and I said that something had happened and that I wasn't going to be home to make the call which wasn't true and then I felt really horrible mm-hmm. and then you also don't build a good friendship because you're not you know what I mean? It's there's like, a fakeness. They might not know the truth, but you know the truth. So yeah. it kind of sits there. Yeah, and it sits there. Like, you don't feel good. And, like, you always, like, if you're not honest about stuff. I remember when I was a kid, when I was little. I don't really do it very much now. That's probably the only space it shows up in when I feel guilty that I can't speak to somebody or your do piece, something. Yeah. But when I was younger, it's like, those lies sit with you. And maybe that person later on brings up, like, oh, yeah, do you remember when this happened? And then it comes up. and. I think it's... I mean, I, I must say, growing up, white lies were not, um, they were kind of encouraged yeah. in my growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found myself doing them later on in life until I really understood what I was doing. And I was like, I'm really, I'm, not only am I not serving myself, but I'm not serving anyone. Literally. Actually. Um, and working with, on that has been, has been really tricky. I went blank now. Where did you... Yeah, it was. it's just more the idea of, like, when... Like, we often feel that we have to lie to protect ourselves. Yes, sorry. Yeah, there we are. And 
for me, it's like, what I realize is that if I'm brave and just actually say what's going on for me, whether the person can hold that or not, as long as I communicate it in the most honest way for me, that's not, not to do with me. Yeah. And you start cultivating like really loving and compassionate friendships where you actually know what's going on with each other and you're not just pretending. Yeah. Because this life isn't easy. Like, we know that. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. It's not easy. No. It's not. But I definitely feel like with similar steps to what you're... Um, you're, you're speaking about today and then obviously my own process mm. is that putting in that work it's got so many beautiful outcomes like the friendships that you do have even if they're less even if they're not what you thought they would be and not even just friendships like relationships they just feel so good yeah when you speak your truth when you communicate non-violent communication and you allow people to have their process and like ultimately yeah. yeah like it it feels really good and even if you know what for me it's like even if i have less friends which hasn't happened but you know it went down and then it goes back up again yeah. because you meet the right people for you just being able to be authentically who you are and authentically have your experience in life with everything that's happening and communicate that honestly you don't have to fake anything mm. so you're relaxed it's also so good for your body because like so illness good. cultivates so much through stress and through pretending and through having to like hold up faces and parts of ourselves that aren't true so when we can just be like yo this is me mm. this is me and all my messiness and i can love myself we teach others to do the same and i think that is so huge wow yeah beautiful i yeah. really love that yeah <laughs> that last part was so nice it's my big one it's my <laughs> big one and my final point which is a final point which a friend actually spoke to me about recently is yeah. when you feel guilt she was like rearranging guilt for me she's like when you feel guilt it's because you're not doing something that you used to do so you've like so for example if let's say this I'm making up this example you're, you and your mum would call every single day like your mum mm. would call you every day to speak and you actually deep down were like this is too much for me and then you stop doing it you like try and put up a boundary there and the moment sh- you do that you're going to feel huge guilt because you feel like you're letting the other person down or whatever but she was like guilt is a sign that you're changing a pattern that was causing you pain oh wow and so when guilt's coming just hold on and be like you know what, this is positive because I'm making change and I'm not acting from my trauma, like the space of my trauma. So she was saying, yeah. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, so reframing guilt because I feel guilt a lot like when I say no, when I say my no's um, to things. And and it's also such, I don't want to say pointless, but like to a degree, it, it is kind of a pointless emotion because no one benefits from it. No. There's no positive outcome yeah, so true. to guilt. So I, but I mean it's there and it's obviously there for a reason because maybe it's there for us to survival mechanism and to survive and all of that but like if you can take a step back and assess it in the way that your friend did so beautifully it can be kind of pointless yeah 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 <laughs> like, you're literally there like letting it eat you up and it's just part of you being like I the guilt basically is trying to trigger you back in to doing the thing that was actually causing you pain but because you think that's the only way you can get love mm. so it's like this, it's a whole survival. We're just trying to get love in the end. In the end of everything, I really think at the bottom, it's like, it's a survival instinct of just feeling loved and giving love and receiving love. And we yeah. all, all haven't received enough and there's a lot of stuff going on. So, when I, With that, this, um, the, we're just doing what we can to survive and to be loved. When I was in India, I think I told you about it. So I went to India and I was like, 
I'm going to be honest, I had like a bit of an eat, pray, love thing in my head. I was like, I'm going to go there and I'm going to get a sign because I was in a very dark place. And I was like, I'm going to get a sign that's going to show me the light of like, where am I meant to go? Who am I meant to be? What is my purpose? Like, hopefully something comes up. And I did kind of put it out there. Whole like yoga teacher training goes, it's like the last three days. I'm like, oh, okay, but I'm not getting my sign. Whatever. Maybe that's the sign. I don't know. And, um... I woke up one night to myself saying the same thing again and again and again out loud. Like I literally woke myself up speaking while I was holding my whole body, my whole upper body, like kind of rocking in a way, like but in a soothing way. It wasn't in like an intense hyperventilating way. And I kept saying the same thing over until I clicked out of it. I was saying, I know who you are. I know what you did. You only did what you did to survive. And I will always love you. Yeah. So that was my sign. Drop the mic. Yeah. Whoa, how deep. And I literally wrote it down in that diary next to you um, from India. And I was like, I have to write this down right now. Otherwise, I'm going to forget it. And I need to remember this. Because a lot of the time, we're so judgmental on the things that we do in life. Like, maybe you're someone who sleeps around a lot. Maybe you drink a lot. Maybe you use some kind of, like... um, Escapism. Escapism, that's it. But there is no judgment, there is no guilt, because you literally only did what you knew and what you could do to survive, to eventually be loved. And, like, understanding that. My God, that was just coming through you. How beautiful yeah. is that? And I was just like, wow, that's the thing. Yeah. There wasn't, like, an obvious, like, you need to do this, you need to move here, you need to do this no, job. It's just, like, just, just forgive a, yourself. Yeah, literally. And then when I had an Ayurvedic um, doctor consult... That was what she said. She was like, your lesson here is to learn forgiveness because you hold on to guilt and grudges for people. Sorry, babe, is in the house. We'll just carry on. And you need to learn how to hold the goodness in people even when they've only shown you the badness and you need to learn forgiveness. Wow. And between that and what I woke up saying to myself, I was just like, wow, okay, well. Oh, yoga teacher training. Yeah. Thank you. Peace out. Whoa. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I think we've really done a little juicy part here. Yeah, I feel like this is packed with like yeah. cranberries or something. Nuggets. Something juicy. Yeah. <laughs> Nuggets. Nuggets. It's packed. Um, but I always ask one question. Yes. And um, that's what would you tell your 16-year-old self today? Holy this is a good question what would I tell her today don't worry so much I'd say don't worry so much you're beautiful and you can show people your heart that's beautiful well you are you are beautiful oh and and kiss girls kiss girls kiss girls (laughs) (laughs) because it's taking you a while and so just just follow your instincts and like don't be so scared of it yes is it scary um it was but now it's the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to me because I'm um, being intimate with the gender that suits me. Yeah. So it's just very life changing. Amazing. I feel like that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Actually, you've got a podcast. I've got a podcast on it. So you can find that podcast. Yeah. On rewilding. Wow. I should know that. No, it's okay. Rewilding. And I listened to it. It was really beautiful. Thank you. Um, I'll actually link it. So yeah. It's just easier. Beautiful. Yeah. The podcast is called Rewilding. It's kind of an obvious episode. It says, "Am I gay?" Question mark. Exclamation mark. Exploring intimacy with women, so you'll find it. Yeah, find it. And um, 
there's a lot of other juiciness there. It's yeah. actually such a lovely podcast. And like I said, you'll fall asleep to Ella's voice. So Aww. definitely like a new moon, full moon, sit with your candles and enjoy it in your own space. You also have... Um, Luna Community? Yes. yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Do you I want have... to just talk about that for like a hot sec? Yeah. We exit yeah, I would love building? to. I would love okay. to. So, um, so I have always, personally, always, I mean, not since I was very young, but from the age of about 17, was really into the new moon and the full moon and using those two points as references for like the cycles I was going through in my life. And it's just been such a powerful way for me to navigate who I am, what's happening in my life. I'm very into astrology. Mm. So I know what's going on in the sky and I know that right now we're all going through this big upheaval. There's a lot happening. Um, and that's something I wanted to share with other people. So I started Luna Community and it's on a Patreon page and you... That's the word I was looking for. Patreon. Sorry, Patreon. <laughs> I was like, why am I saying anchor in my head? Oh, Because we're doing podcast. a podcast. Got it. Yeah, Patreon. So Patreon is the website. Yes. Um, and it's called Luna Community and you can look into it. But I basically, every new and full moon, for the people who are signed up to be my Patreons, they um, get like a full episode of astrologically what's going on, how you can tap into it, how you can move through it um, with yourself guided meditations but they also get a pdf they get a pdf guide with like uh if you're into pulling cards then there's questions you can ask that are specific to what's going on so you can tune into yourself and then like something i'm learning at that time so it might be like five steps towards like a healthier relationship with yourself it might be my favorite face mask recipe that i'm using loads at the moment but it's just a way for people for me to share what i'm learning and then for other people to tap into can everyone like chat yeah we have a facebook group oh that's amazing yeah so there's an awesome facebook group and like for example today someone wrote in the facebook group it's like 500 members someone wrote in the facebook group um i can't pay for the next two months but i'm so i'm gonna cancel and then come back but will i I have access to the meditations because they've helped me a lot and in 10 minutes a girl wrote i'm gonna cover you for the next two months don't worry what i cannot what i love people so if you are it's a great space to really tap into a community especially if you're looking to connect with women because uh i think it's 500 women that's amazing yeah it's a place to and is everyone quite like interactive yeah totally on the facebook group i I put a lot of emphasis on like especially if you're just new to a bit more of a spiritual journey or a bit of an awakening to Mm. yourself you often don't have people around you you can speak to it about yeah. So on on there, like people share links to things they're learning about podcasts they love, like YouTube videos they're watching, things they're learning. Um, and can you become a member on the Facebook group without being a patron, or do you no, need you to, have be to be a patron? Okay. Yeah. So the the Facebook is just a members only group for the community. So it's its own kind of whole network and yeah. bubble. So I love that. That's yeah. Nice. Anyway, thank you so much. For thank coming. you for having me. I'm so happy we could do this finally. We're gonna go eat dinner now. We're gonna go have Ethiopian food. What's so. the place called here? Timbuktu. Timbuktu. It's amazing. Do most of your listeners from SA? Yeah. Okay. Cape Town Observatory Timbuktu. It's the best Ethiopian in town. Vegan, gluten-free. The guy who owns it is the biggest sweetheart. It's like family run. I'm just promoting them at the end yeah. of the podcast. But <laughs> also, if you just want to have like the best Ethiopian food ever, I would go there. Well, I'll definitely Instagram it tonight so people can see, but they can come back to this. Yeah, and, exactly. But anyway... Happy 2020, guys. Have a wonderful year. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to listen to you, too. 
So if you have any questions or ideas of dream guests, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear from you. Stay tuned for the answers to your questions and to hear your dream guests on this podcast. Send your questions and requests to candice.buddington at gmail.com and I look forward to connecting with you on a much deeper level. Bye.